Welcome, local listeners. This is your host, Rob Kohansky, and another episode of Local First Podcast. On this episode, I have the honor to present and have a great discussion with Will Jurgensen. Uh, he is a B2B sales and marketing professional at Keystone Click. You know, we're going to talk about how he builds brand awareness, generates leads, and navigates opportunities for complex digital marketing and web design. And that's not all. He is going to talk about a podcast that he is shortly launching here. And he's also a uh, coach for the Marquette hockey team. Hi, this is Rob Kohansky, your host of Local First Podcast, connecting local businesses to your community. New episodes drop every Thursday at 3 p.m. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app to make sure you do not miss an episode. I'd like to just take a moment to recognize our sponsor. Does your business software make less or more work for you? Think possibilities. Think exacta. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Local First Podcast. Uh, not sure how this one's going to go today, but we're going to have fun regardless. Today I have on the show Will Jurgensen. Jurgensen. Did I get that right? Oh, yeah. All right, good. Spot on. All right, pronounce my last name. No, don't forget about that. <laughs> so, um, podcast. Podcast, yeah. Mr. Podcast. Mr. Podcast. So today with Will, we're going to talk about how he started up his new podcast, which is going to be coming out here shortly called Sport Coats, which we're going to talk about that. And then you're also a sales... Business development manager. Business development manager yeah. at Keystone Click. A believer. A believer. Yeah. I like that. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that too. And we're going to look at defining who your customer is and why. And then we'll kind of take that along and just roll with it. So Will... Welcome to Local First Podcast. How the hell are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. You sure about that? I, I've so far so good. You good? Yeah. Right. I tell well, you what, there's just a, a natural energy in the room here, and uh, I felt it when I walked in. It gets me excited. I'm also looking forward to being on this side of the microphone. This wow. Is cool. You like that side? This we'll, side's we'll, we'll good. We'll see how it is. I'm the one in control. That's the whole thing. That's, it's like, that's true. When I've been on other shows, it's like I, I lose control. I'm a control freak, man. Uh, well, the, the chairs are comfortable, so it's a heck of a start. There you go. Let's go in there. So before we get into... You know, your podcast, that's what's coming up, and Keystone Click, and, you know, who's your right customer? You know, give the listeners a little bit of uh, uh, your backstory, your background, you know, who you are, and, you know, how did you get to here? What was your journey like? For sure. It's been a heck of a ride, Um, and I like to think of myself as... uh well, I'm certainly a millennial, and uh, I don't think many people think millennials are getting older, but shoot, we're hitting our 30s now. so uh, I won't hold that against you, right? Um, no, I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Uh, that's where I was from, um, where I am from still. I will, I will always be from there. And ended up going to Marquette University here in Milwaukee. And so that's what really, honestly, was I my first. I heard that's a safe school. A safe school. Yeah. It's like, well, it's, it's, it's that school that is like, you know, everybody, you know, applies in case that they don't accept it to their other Oh, school. I understand <laughs> what safe school means. Yeah. I just, I'm comprehending whether or not it is. No, uh, I'm just fucking what you do. I love it. I love it. I tell you what, no, it's actually a great story. And, it, and it, the story really doesn't even necessarily make sense. But for some reason I had, I had Marquette and I had Madison in my top oh, three. Okay. And I'm, I've, I'd been to Wisconsin maybe once in my life before that. 
And so as we're kind of, my father and I decided to come up and we're going to visit both schools, Marquette on Saturday, Madison on Sunday, Friday night happens to be, I mean, we planned it this way, but it's the Marquette versus Madison basketball game at Marquette. Marquette ends up hitting like a buzzer beater shot to win the game. The place goes nuts. I'm sitting there at 18 and I'm watching all these kids. I'm sure most of them were probably blitzed at the time. And I'm like, yep, no brainer. Want to come here. Saturday's tour was fantastic. Sunday, we go to Madison. It happened to be like four degrees outside at oh, that day. Geez. It's a two hour tour. And I'm like, we get back in the car to drive to the campus, airport. Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and honestly, I'm like, Dad, I'd be okay never going back there ever again. Yeah. You know, and I, it was just kind of, it was just kind of set in stone. But what's my favorite part of that story that my dad loves telling all the time is it was him and I and then a, a girl and her mom. It was the four of us with the tour guide at Madison. And honestly, it's four degrees outside. And we get in the car and driving to the airport. And my dad says, Will, he goes, you really need to find yourself a good Wisconsin girl. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Dad, what are you talking about? Like, I don't even understand what that means. And he's like, think about it. He's like, they love the Packers. They love beer. And the cold doesn't bother him. He was like, that girl had snot frozen to her face half the tour. And you couldn't even tell. <laughs> you know, it was like, I was like, wow, I tell you what, that's a that's a really good point. That's a good silly boy. Eh? Yeah, it was. Frozen snot. You know, and she was like, you guys, he was like, you guys were hitting it off. And it didn't seem to phase either of you. And uh, I didn't find a good Wisconsin girl. I found a good Ohioan girl. But uh, I stuck with the Midwest for there sure. There you go. Very yeah. cool. Well, that's an awesome story. That's good. So you have a podcast that's going to be coming out within the next month? Yeah, I'd say here in a couple of weeks. couple of weeks. I've been saying that for a couple months, though. I know. So. Well, well, now, now you're telling it to the world. <laughs> that's so true. Everybody's going to be looking for it. Step so one. I was tell the world. Let's see. Uh, we'll go by March 15th. We'll throw that out there. I, oh, easily. Easily? Yeah, I like it. I mean, yeah. I mean, we have uh, I have seven or eight episodes recorded. Nice. Edited, ready to go. And what's it called? It's called Sport Coats. Sport Coats, and it'll be on any of your podcast apps. Yeah. So, you know, just go look at your favorite podcast app and then do a search for Sport Coats. Spell that for me because I had to. Yeah, Sport, S-P-O-R-T, Coats, C-O-A-T-S. All right, there you go. So it was actually the second name of the podcast. What was the first name? The initial name was The Sport of Business, which I think helped describes. Um, what it is a little bit better, but I don't know about you, but there are times where I have a difficult time practicing what I preach. And what I mean by that is that Keystone Click, we really prioritize ourselves on research. Well, I did not do any preliminary research, and so therefore recorded three or four episodes under the <laughs> sport of business name only to find out that podcast already exists. It already exists. Yep, it's out there. <laughs> so uh, did some did research. They, did, are they getting a lot of downloads? You can't piggyback uh, off today? You know what? I just – and I listened to – and it, the, the mindset I think is very similar between the two shows, but that, uh, different directions. Sure. And so when I saw that, thankfully nothing from, of mine was out into the world yet. And I was like, shoot, I need to find a new name uh, yeah. for this podcast. And and then ultimately landed on Sport Coats, which to be honest, I've heard great feedback and, and I'm excited about. That's cool. What's it about? Yeah, certainly. So my ultimate goal is to interview, um, you know, people who have either played or been associated with a high level of athletics who have now transitioned, you know, into working professionals. So they're no longer in the sports industry or they're no longer athletes themselves. And ultimately I want to kind of, you know, dig into their brain and really understand, uh, you know, the similarities between the two. I mean, what's it like to be a professional athlete? And then what's it like to just be a professional in your day-to-day -day job as well? I mean, what types of 
characteristics, you know, do you find in each, what types of traits, what types of struggles, um, you know, just in the, the seven episodes that I've recorded thus far, uh, there have been some awesome stories and some really great, um, similarities between the two that these people have gone through that I think, you know, listeners of all ages and in all different stages in their life can find very relatable. That's really cool. And I, I like that. Um, try and find someone here for you that I want to introduce you to. And this also, I love this part of it because this has been happening a lot and it's awesome. This is, oh my goodness, where are we? Got to fill some dead time here. <laughs> um, speaking of athletes, come on, here we go. Um, and so for how's the weather lunch going today? today? Yeah, I was going to say, you know. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I just was about to tell another I great story. All, all right. right. Okay, uh, let's see. Here we go. Catherine Adamick. First episode. Oh, fucking right. <laughs> let's do it. You, did first you, episode. Did you got her? Oh, yeah. Sweet. Well, first episode. That was, um, that was a great interview. Yeah. Um, and I kept her on for a long time. It was a two-part series that I interviewed her Heck on. yeah. And it was, you know, what does it take to become an, uh, an Olympic athlete? Yeah. And then once you step on that pedestal a couple of times, what do you do yourself afterwards? Right. So if you want to hear that prior to a- Will's. Absolutely. You know, check that out. So, I mean, yeah, that was an awesome interview. It was so it was super great. And I tell you what, it's so funny because, you know, I was nervous going into that first episode. And I mean, and I had known that she had done a number of podcasts herself. And so it was, it, for me, it was honestly a really you know, aside from just what she's accomplished in her own story, it was right. it was really a great person to have on for that first episode, with with some podcasting experience. Sure, uh, because she knew how you know what a good flow felt like and and what a good conversation felt like, and and f- so from that perspective, it was awesome. I was yeah. that's a good teaser. Yeah, that's it a, is. a local a local at, at yeah Olympic exactly. athlete, yeah, two time Olympic medal winner. Yeah, no doubt. Is there any other teasers? Oh, that's a good question. So, or does it just go downhill from there? Yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm a I'm a hockey guy. Like I'm a right. diehard hockey guy. I'm a hockey coach still to this day. A hockey ultimately is what brought me back to Wisconsin. And so my struggle when I decided to do a sports podcast was to make sure that I didn't only interview hockey people. And my so speed skating is number one. Number two, soccer. Number three is hockey. Uh, but I have baseball. I have basketball already incorporated in there. Then I have hockey again. So I think I'm going to do like a, you know, get two or three sports in between each hockey. You ever uh, thought about podcast. Doing, doing these in season? Ooh, I have not thought about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely just, something just, just to consider an idea for there, sure. Out there, you know, baseball coming up. Do some yeah, exactly. Interviews. Well, and the guy from for the, that I interviewed for, on the baseball side of things, um, you know, he played AAA ball himself. He's now running a well. Uh, established baseball company down in Florida. And, and I, you know, I want to get to those types of like questions that, that fans would ask too. I mean, is the game too slow? Um, you know, what's the direction that the MLB the new, is going to go? The new rules that they got rules. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so I love diving into those things as well. Um, and I tell you what, I actually have a couple of people in the works right now that I'm trying to schedule, which I think are going to be awesome, awesome podcast. One is a, um, Iron Man, he's like oh. like a world renowned Iron Man. Then he referred a ballerina. 
Wow. Yeah, who now runs his own business. And the reason I put emphasis on his is because it was a terrible stereotype of mine. But when, when I was, I was, think, was, I was told, thinking woman right away, so too. was I. Hundred percent. I literally said when I when I first heard that I said, "Oh, nice. What business does she run?" And then Lori goes, "Oh, it's a he." And I go, "God, that was so dumb of me." But it, but that's just it, a ter- that's it stereotypical. You, of anybody you, you hear ballerina, and so I'm I'm pumped about that one too because I'm I'm interested to hear what he thinks about that. I mean, you know, she I'm sure he's, shoot some video, do some pirouettes in the studio. There you go. That's exactly what I'm right. Thinking. You, know, you have yeah, to. You know, for we sure. get the um, you get the other guy in here, do some deadlifts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or just run around just with a mic, just mic him up. <laughs> And just have them run around the city. That'd be great. Oh, shit. We could talk podcasts all day. <laughs> yeah, we could. Uh, needless to say, I'm needless excited to say, about All right. So yeah. before we get into that, I just want to go ahead and promote Exacta Corporation. Uh, does your business software make less or more work for you? Think corporate organizer, CRM, and more. Think possibilities. Think Exacta. So before we get into the customer side of it and finding out who that perfect customer is for you, what is Keystone Click and what do you and, and Lori Hybe do over there? Yeah, absolutely. We have a great team at Keystone Click, and it ultimately is our goal uh, to help our clients generate and nurture leads online. I mean, we are your digital partner um, in all regards. And so it's something that I really believe in, and it's my job ultimately to to find other people who are, who struggle with their digital presence and they struggle to, at, you know, generating leads, um, online and, and give them an opportunity to believe in it as well. And so, you know, things that we really prioritize are website development, right? I mean, ultimately your website is your 24 hour salesman and it's amazing how many websites we see out there that just do a terrible job. First and foremost, telling a story, right? I mean, if you haven't done it already, go to your website and just think of it from us as like a book, as a storytelling mechanism and, and try and understand if there's a story there. Cause there's a lot of websites that do not tell a good story. And they all look the same and are all saying the same thing. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's like anything else. You have to find a way to differentiate yourselves. That's and it. it's kind of like we were, I was talking about the, the, the realtors that I love out there is that no one cares. Yeah. And you can go on to probably nine out of those 10 realtor sites and they all say the same damn right. thing. So what are you selling? You're selling Rump. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, that personal brand. That's what you're exactly. selling for. And that's what people need to realize is that, you know, that's the the marketing today is so commoditized that there's so many people out there doing the same thing everybody else is doing. Oh, our space as well, for sure. It's well, how do you separate yourself? Yeah. And it's all about getting to know that person. That's part of what this podcast is about, is getting to know that person behind the scenes. Right. So they can connect with them before they do business with them. Yeah. It's that intimate interview before they actually connect. 100%. And as I look at it, I was like, so now when you're listening to this and we're talking about Keystone Click, we're talking about lead management, your perfect customer, your website, the ones that are listening to this still are the ones that like sports, hockey, and a bunch of other shit we just talked about. Right, for sure. And, you know, and that's yes. what that comes into. Yeah. All right, well, I'm sorry I went off on a tangent there, but that's part of it. And it's your podcast, and you're allowed to go on I tangents. can do that. Yeah, I exactly. That's like, great. You know, I'm, I'm glad you do this, because, like, most people sit on the other side and just like, yes, yes. Here he oh, goes oh, again. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Um, no, know, that's great. So with it, with that telling story, because, I mean, that is so true, is, like, when you come to it, it's like facts tell story sell. Mm-hmm. And, you know, take a look at your website and then see what a story you're telling or if you're just blurting out a bunch of facts. 
you know, what else do you guys do? Yeah, for sure. So I think, you know, and again, you, I mean, you nailed it on the head right there when you said there are, there are so many other, you know, no matter what industry you're in, there are competitors, right? And, and, and a lot of those places are very saturated and they're, it's very heavily populated. And so for us, I mean, the question of, you know, how do you differentiate yourself, right? Comes into play all the time. First and foremost, I need, you know, I said I'm a believer because I believe in what it is that we do at Keystone Click. And then it's my job to go and and make sure other people believe in that as well. But what we do really well is really the research and strategy side of things. So ultimately one, the, the biggest question we ask our clients is, you know, do you understand who your customer is? And if you have a hard time answering that question, then before you pay any money for a website or before you pay any money for paid advertising or even just outsourcing your social media, um, you need to do the research to understand what the answer to that question is. You know. So, so when you say that, is it you know? I'm going to just put this out there to be very naive about it. Uh, but please just, do. Just, just yeah. put it out there. Yeah. So instead of going abroad and trying to connect with everybody, yeah. you're saying that I need to find my niche as much as I possibly can and go after the, those people oh. and, and be a specialist. For sure. Without question. Yeah. And you need to spend time. I mean, it, it, it seems elementary because you're like, well, I'm running this business. I know who my customer is. I see them come in whenever or, what, or whatever that might be. But it's not just about who all of your customer is customers are. It's about who's that ideal customer, right? Who is that ideal customer? What what do they look like? You know, what is their buying decision process? Everyone goes has a process before they make any sort of buying decision. What is that process? And then how can you allow yourself and your business to be a part of that buyer's journey, right? From start to finish. And again, for Keystone Click, that's all done online. Um, you know, but you also ask questions like, you know, who influences them? Who are the other people in their life? Is Are there certain websites where they would go looking for support? Is there a network that they go to looking for support um, where, you know, you can be a part of that as well, right? And then ultimately, where are they themselves engaged online? So again, I'm speaking very much from, you know, the digital side of it here and the digital marketing, even within that, but where are they engaged online? If you don't know where your customers are at, where they're hanging out at, right? How are you ever going to hang out with them? You know, so you got to go find them and then you got to say, hey, mind if I sit down and have a bite to eat with you? No doubt. You know, and that's something that, you know, everybody should learn because I had to learn it with doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, I had someone suggest me, oh, you should create an app and bring everybody to you and they could talk to you on your phone and all like that. I'm going, and then I did, you know, I was like, at first, like, oh, it's exciting. I'm going to have a local first podcast app and it's all going to be great. And then I went, I went through some training. I was like, um, why? Why should I try to bring everybody to me when I already know where they are? Right. And I can push to them and engage. Yeah. Well, think of how much less work they have to do if you go to them. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. Way less I'm, work. I'm like, I'm like, and I don't have an app. I don't have to know. I don't have to maintain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I save myself some dollars. You know, uh, it's like. The only time I would open that app if it was next to two dots and I press it on accident. Press it. <laughs> you're sitting in my studio. I'm going, how is that app going? You're, oh, it's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> For sure. But I mean, it's so true. It's like, you know, knowing where your customers lie, where they are. Uh, for my podcast, you know, was, I, I promote everywhere. But I know where they hang out. Yeah, and they hang out on LinkedIn. But you didn't just oh, you didn't just start local first podcast and go boom. I know where my customers are. I mean, no. how much time did you put in on the back end understanding that and, I mean, and that, thinking about that process? And it's ongoing. It's ongoing. I mean, that's yeah. that's eighteen months ongoing, almost For sure. two years. You know. Yeah. And it's it's ever evolving. You know, just figuring out what it is. You know, just like I tell everybody, I 
I still promote and then push it everywhere. Right. But I know where my most of my engagement is and I know where I'm making the most connections and the best relationships are. For sure. And I think any business should do that. Yes, absolutely. And where we come into play is the, the simple reality that a lot of businesses don't either A, have the resources or the time or the commitment to put into understanding, you know, who that customer is. And that's ultimately really where we come into play. And what? even before that, sorry. No, no, um, go ahead. But but it's also a lot of, you know, businesses think that the, their problem is that they're not running ads or their problem is that they're running ads, but they're not running them properly. Or their problem is, is that they have a good website, but no one's coming to their website. I mean, the amount of people that I've talked to who say we have a great website, but no one comes to our website. To me, I, I understand that problem, but it's not the complete picture. It's not even close to the complete picture. And we really need to take a, a step back and we need to, to look at it from a different angle. What is your favorite social media platform to, I guess, promote or work with? Yeah. Or is, that, is it different for everybody? You know, it's definitely different for everyone. I mean, so you're not necessarily asking Will. You're asking for our clients in particular. Yeah, I mean, for your clients, you know, yeah. something like that, you know. Again, it's – I think that's just a, that's a loaded question right there. Yeah, well, what I would say is, you know, we're predominantly B2B, right? And so okay. from a B2B perspective, the majority of, of our clients' customers, you know, are on LinkedIn, right? I would say that we probably would – we probably spend more – time, energy, and resources towards running LinkedIn ads than we do maybe towards Facebook. And that's because it is. It's more of that B2B space. Um, but with that being said, whether you are a business owner, whether you're a part of a business, whether you're a solopreneur or just an individual, you probably use Google. Uh, and therefore, you know, it's not a social media platform, but I think across all industries across the board, Google, you know, ranks above all. And I think that's one avenue or one platform I don't think most businesses take advantage of because they give you some really cool free tools to promote your business on. Absolutely. I, no I, question. I, I just recently did that for the podcast and it it boosted me. Yeah. And it's just, you got to, it's, it's like all the other ones, all those, uh, the Twitters, the TikToks, LinkedIn and all the other shit that gets out there is that you got to update it every once in a while, even if it's just once a week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they love the pictures. They love the videos. And now when you search on the maps, you, you'll find it. Here, and, and I don't remember when I heard this, but I, I think it was uh, uh, just an eye-opening phrase for me that Google wants to be good at what they do, right? That's their only job. They want to be good at what they do. And what they do is they connect you to whatever your question or whatever your phrase or whatever it is that you're searching, right? So what Google wants to do is they want to give you the best possible results in order for them to be good at what they do. It's 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 one of the few websites out there that wants you to click off of their website faster than any other one out there. Without question. But the only way that they can get be good at what they do is by providing really good results. And the only way they can provide good results is if they can validate that the results that they're presenting are trustworthy, yeah. are... Um, you know, high quality websites that people have been to and they, they trust and they, you know, go back to it and whatnot. And, and those are the people, the people that put in the energy to build up their own trust and then do all the little pieces that are very controllable on the back end as well. Those are the people who are going to be successful. Yeah, that's so true. And it's, it, it takes a lot of work. So just like anything in business, if you don't have so time, you hire you, Keystone Click. I think that's what I was getting to. <laughs> I, you know, that I, I jumped the gun. I think you jumped the gun, man. Oh, there you go. Well, I was excited. I that's told right. you the energy in here. It, it's just it's over. <laughs> okay, well, that's it. You you ruined it. Oh, uh, classic. 
that's good. I like being on this side. I don't feel nearly as responsible. <laughs> it doesn't either on this side either. Yeah, so okay, it's not a big deal. All right, so let's re- 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 regroup here now. <laughs> Absolutely. So we got the podcast, hockey, yeah. sports, Keystone Click. Um, knowing who your customer is is so important, but having someone, that, the, that second set of eyes that help you along with that is even greater. And, you know, just helping someone define that, because that's helped me out quite a bit this last year is just, yes, I wanted to go out there, but I, I live through my own filters mm-hmm. and my own experiences. So to be able to have other people say, well, what about this? Or what about this? And like we were talking prior to being on, you know, press and record is, you know, about sponsorships and about finding different sponsorships. Yeah. And, you know, why promote your sponsor one event versus being a sponsor on Local First Podcast and be it continually out in front of people. For sure. You know, those different types of things and f- defining those types of people. And and I think just every business goes through that and should understand that, but also find others to help them out with that. And and do you say that because they can get in front of so many more people by being a continued sponsor on local first podcasts as opposed to just the just one, one event? Almost oh, definitely. Yeah. And it creates more value because it's just not, uh, for example, um, it's just not one day. It's just not one event. It's every single post is powered by right. XYZ. And then you can also show statistics, right, yeah. on how many people. How many people saw that particular yeah. post. So if it's 1,000 people here, 1,000 people there, you know, throughout the throughout the, the week or month. And then, you know, on top of that, it's not even the downloads. Right. Or the people that are seeing it. It's not the, uh, the newsletters, the posts the uh, show notes for sure it's all that stuff that ties into it what would you say is the 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 I'm trying to think of the right word here, which kind of sucks because we're on a podcast because it's being recorded. And That's now, all right. Now I'm slowing everything don't, don't down slow as, I tried, as I just became hey, the, the guest the brewers, the host. The Brewers are in spring <laughs> training right now. Um, they're playing the Wildcats. I don't know who the hell you got. Right. a score update? We got a score update. <laughs> For I, next I, Thursday? I, I, just, I just made up uh, a, a team. MLB team. <laughs> Maybe the Astros became the Wildcats. Yeah, right. Just a brand new name, okay. all new branding. Speaking, you need new branding. Keystone Click can be there for you as well. No, what I'm, what I, what I was getting at, Rob, was the 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 type of feedback that you get from potential sponsors when they say, "Well, yeah, I don't know. This is what we've been doing our whole lives. Is we've just been, you know, um, sponsors at events, and we've never done a, a a podcast sponsorship. You know, it's just not something we know. It's not an area we've it's, discovered before. Exactly. And in in when you, um, this is something I'll be practicing tomorrow at an event is that you go into an event and you look at all the different chairs are there and then go, if this event's only giving you this much and you're trying to fill a room with your message, now every time you have that message and you're filling this room. Now imagine a lot of us out there haven't done this before, but if you could speak in front of a thousand people every time that you got up, how much power would that be? And being able to do that, so you take an auditory room and say, "Okay, I'm going to fill this up place up with a thousand people," and you get to tell your message about who you are and why. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, that's just this one thing to kind of analogy to, to put at it. Yeah, and it's absolutely. Able to, 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 so you can visually see those chairs that are out there. Yeah, I mean, it's a powerful message, and it is. I mean, you have to sell though, too, right? You, you got to get them. You have to be out there talking about yeah. it. You know, that's what we're doing here. Absolutely. No, that's great. Oh, that's cool. Did you play any sports growing up? I did. What, what was your best sport? Um, maybe not. Maybe not your best. What was your favorite sport? 
Swimming and football. Swimming and football. Yeah, I okay. was a, a state um, swam state. Got a few medals in that in high school. Heck uh, yeah. Then I played football in the army. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Nice. And, uh, uh, Bamberg, Germany. Is that right? Full contact, seven on seven, just brutal. So this is while you were stationed over there? Yes. No kidding. Yeah. And they have what, like a rec league or I mean, what kind of, they kind of like a rec league that we yeah. had over there and stuff like that. And it got to the point where um, people were coming back injured on the weekends. And <laughs> it was like, you know, it was to the point it was getting so bad where uh, they kind of told us we couldn't play no more. Were you playing Germans or were you playing other Americans? We would play other Americans and Germans. Oh, you would? Yeah. Like whoever would show up and stuff like that. So but it was football. It wasn't. It, would, it was full contact. Seven on seven football. Seven on football. No kidding. Yeah, we we started out on the um, the asphalt turf, which we found out was just uh, um, some green stuff over concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Not a whole lot of a lot of give there. Oh my huh? god! And the first time I got tackled by a guy that was probably fifty pounds heavier heavier than me oh. on that shit, I was just like, yeah. I said, next time, just tag me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go down. I'll Rob go down. Comes out the next time with self made flags around oh his way. It's just yeah. pull my flag. flag, dude. I mean, that's all good. Dang. No, I, I love playing football. And I've always wanted to play um, either wide out or, you know, the, those those glory positions. For sure. But the, at that time, I was – I'm six foot, but at the time I was probably 210. And they were like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. You know, they're based off of like – you're either, you know, over here or on defense, I was a linebacker. I was like, okay, because you guys are never going to get the fucking ball now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to crush the quarterback and the runner. <laughs> Every time. You know, so I just took up a different mindset of For sure. what my goal or my role was at that time. Yeah. It was like, if you're not going to let me run out there after the ball or defend it, then you guys out there that want to do that aren't going to get a chance to do it. Yeah, nice. And I loved it. That's awesome. Would you say that was like the best way to pass time? <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> okay. are, there, are there better ways that we're not allowed to discuss? <laughs> well, it was a time during we were uh, in the army, so I was like, and we're stationed, so all we did was drink, eat, work out, and train. Yeah. So I mean, that's all we did, and we had a good group of guys that while we throw did. a little seven on seven in there every once oh, in a while. Oh my goodness! So we were in Germany, and we just just drank a lot of beer, partied a lot, did our job the best we could, and then yeah. went out there and had a good time doing it. That's awesome. Yeah. Very so cool. It was really fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Was I'm of sure fun. that that it's not the same for all servicemen nope, and women. No, it's not. I just happened to be that was my station, and yeah. that's where I happened to be. And you know, so be it. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, thanks for your service. Thank you so much. All right, how do people get a hold of you, Will, to learn more about Keystone Click, and you as well, as yeah. well as like the the podcast, Sports Coats Podcast, will be coming out. Just check out on your favorite for on your favorite podcast app and search sports coats. Yeah, absolutely. So again, I wish that, you know, it was live already, but very soon, um, LinkedIn, Will Jurgensen, I, it's certainly a great way, especially if you, you know, want to stay up to date on the, the podcast. Um, but again, I think ultimately it comes back to keystoneclick.com and just being able to see what it is that we, we do at Keystone, at Keystone, um, learning a little bit about us. We do offer, a you know, 
website, uh, free website and marketing audit. That's kind of our call to action, if you will. Uh, and you know, it's really just a great opportunity when you're ready to spend some time on yourself and on your business, on your website. Uh, it's free, it's high level, but it's a lot of really it's great. Free. It's free. It's free. It's free. free. Uh, it's echo free. <laughs> yeah, so we got to put some echoes in there. Um, no, but it's a, it's just a great starting point. I mean, look, it's like anything in life, right? When you're, when you know that there's a problem, but you don't know how to get, get the heck started on it. It's really just a great starting point. And, and at the end of the day, it's not about, you know, eventually becoming a client of Keystone Click. It's about making your business better and spending some time on you and, and what you have to offer. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Jeez, <laughs> Louise, that was, that was, that was good. Right? It was like, awesome. <laughs> I was just awesome. I was like, I got distracted there for the next thing. Squirrel. <laughs> <The> squirrel. <laughs> Like there's snowing outside. I gotta keep getting pulling Rob back in here. Right. Like, it's like my next. Uh, we're moving. My next <laughs> yeah. studio's not gonna have a window, so we don't have to worry Good. about we're that. We're being a basement somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so this has been real fun, Will. Yeah. Um, so what I'd like to do is in this next segment, uh, we're gonna do some rapid fire questions, and then before we do that, you get to ask me any question that you want, and I'll do my best to answer. I get to ask you any question I want. Any question you want. Um, oh man, but how quickly do people typically have a question for you? Like lined up, right? Usually I've already answered it. That's <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, during this part of the well, segment, I, is I, it, let me come back to that. It's it sponsored like by on everything else. Yeah. Do a sponsorship. Do a sponsor. Here we got yeah. a Miller Brewers is coming up against <laughs> the, the Wildcats here in Muskego. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we're going to go to the uh, rapid fire questions and then you're going to say, I got one. Oh, all right. Here we go. What do you lose and then find again more than anything else? My mind. Okay. <laughs> that was super quick. <laughs> I was not expecting an answer that quick. <laughs> well, when it comes down to it, it's just, uh, it's my own voices in my head that'll tell me one thing one day and another thing the next day. Interesting. And so I call that losing my mind. Okay. And I know everybody out there does it. Yeah. I know that those voices are in there, that there's creeping in and telling you things, even though that they're not there. Right. And if you just keep pushing away, you got to come back to it and find that person of who you are and what you believe in and what you stand for and what your purpose is and drive on. How often do you find yourself reminding yourself of daily. that? Daily. Daily. It's a daily thing. Is that right? It daily. I am crazy like that. I mean, do you think that, <coughs> why do you think that is? Just out of curiosity. I mean, um, it's my own mindset. I consider myself somewhat of a, a perfectionist. And if things aren't totally right all the time, I can find myself going in a different direction. So I got to pull myself back in, mm -hmm. focus on what my end goals are, and then refocus everything back on that. How and long did it take you to truly understand that that's who you were and this is what you needed to do on a daily basis? Oh, my goodness. That goes on. I mean, I, I'm the type of person that will look in the mirror and, and say, you know, Rob, you're fucking up. Come back. Yeah. And I do have certain people in my life that do the same thing that help me out. Because nice. you, you can get distracted out there and, you know, chase that squirrel or right. get unfocused on what you're doing. So, For sure. You know, it, that's that's I look at that as an ongoing process, ongoing process that's been going on as long as I can remember. Yeah. You know, so it's not something that happened overnight. No, right. And it's still going. Yeah. And, yeah. and without that, I don't think it's like I'd be out there plowing snow again, I guess. You know, yeah. Well, I, I think what's important there is just the fact that you know it exists. Right. And that you take the time to not pretend, you know, pretend like it doesn't exist and try and just totally shove it away. But you 
recognize it. And I don't, I'm like trying to act like I know what the hell I'm talking about. That's I really good. don't, but that's all right. That's why you have a podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's some rapid fire questions. Let's so go. We can get this wrapped up. Okay. I want you to say good day, mate. In an Australian accent. Good day, mate. That was good. That was good. I, I like that. You want me to keep going? Keep going. So all Just your a little qu- bit more. All, all your questions <laughs> and the rapid fire question have to be in an Australian accent. Oh, there is a time where I'm going to go British on you though, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hard time keeping uh, them separate. That's all right. What's your favorite carb? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? One more time. What's your favorite carb? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Bread. That was not in a proper accent. Wrong. Uh, uh. Uh, Tay t- t- in a biscuit. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, paper or plastic? Paper. If God could ask you what? Bag. No, not bag. Sack. Sack. Nebraskans say sack. Sack? Yeah. Can you put my groceries in a sack, please? That is very common. And for some reason, people in Wisconsin do not appreciate when I ask for sacks. No, because they're thinking about that sack. <laughs> <laughs> Will you put my groceries <laughs> in a sack, please? please. <laughs> I can see how that could come off a little <laughs> yeah, bad there. Yeah. All right. If God could ask you one question, what would it be? It would be, Will, are you ready to rock? Are you ready to rock? And I, I would, love it. I would say absolutely, God. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, one last question here. Are women complicated? Um, not when must, you get must, to know them. Must be something wrong with the mic here. Not when you get to know them. That right. that's a t- that's a tough question. Well, it's like you know everybody uh, has their own answer, and I'm always three looking older for sisters uh, that I grew up with. I tell and you a, what, and a mom too, and a mom. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Yes. Well, and a father who's a gynecologist. Oh, so geez. needless to say, I, uh, it, I don't, the whole the whole world is complicated when you put all those things together. Right. But okay. uh, I tell you what, I was blessed to have older sisters. I, I really was. I, I think that it it did a, a lot of great for me for sure. So complicated or not, who knows? But uh, you need you need great women in your life. That's right. Great women make great men. Will, thank you so much for being on Local First podcast. As always, I'd love your feedback if you got any feedback for me. And I ask that you share this with one of your friends if you really like what you hear. Uh, make sure we keep this online. You can find Local First podcast on just on every any favorite uh, apps out there. Connect with me on LinkedIn or everywhere else that you want to go. Will, thank you so much. And make sure that you guys check out Keystone Click. Thanks, Rob. This was awesome.